Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay and she's Sarah and we are marine biologists in recovery and today we don't need to be marine biologists to know that Ice Age is bad for science. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about Ice Age, the first one. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. The 2002 animated movie that was not a Disney movie at the time, but is now on Disney Plus. I'm confused with it, what Disney owns. Because it falls under <laughs> Fox, which oh, Disney now owns, which means it owns the rights to Firefly, but yet still makes Mando. <sighs> not that I'm complaining, but come on, Disney. What are you doing? Oh, anyway, that's a different story. Yes. <laughs> yes. So neither of us had seen Ice Age before watching it for this podcast. Uh-huh. Um, what did you know about the movie before we went into it? That it existed and that there were a lot of them and that Ray Romano was in them. And then Oh, see, I, I didn't even know that last bit. And then I think like Brad Garrett is in another one. Like they basically are like Ray Romano's in it and then all of his friends. Like that's that's my general yeah. understanding feeling of this, which is fine. Fair like, enough. I don't care. I have nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with Ray Romano. It's just like, that's just the feelings it's I got around a it. a product of 2002. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. All I knew, I'd seen many times, I think maybe it was before something, the, just the scene with the squirrel, like yeah. running yeah. and trying to carry and, and bury the acorn yeah. and then the crack. I'd seen that like trailer, which is like also turns out to be the opening scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. But then also the squirrel has nothing to do with the movie no. other than filler. Yes. Yes, he yeah. was. Uh, I have a lot of problems with this movie that we'll get into, but he, according to the IMDb trivia, he was the comedy after the drama because they keep referring, everybody who made this movie refers to it as a dramedy. And I'm like, this movie isn't dramatic at all. It is a ripoff of every single Disney movie that ever happened. <laughs> like everything yeah. dramatic in it, I've already seen 7,000 times in my puffy VHS Disney movies. Yes, there was that. And also like it was, I mean, I find it's hard to say, but like more anthropomorphizing yes. than like Lion King. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think it was because it, of a lot of things, but. Yeah, it villainizes like biological processes like predator prey relations Mm -hmm. and also subsistence hunting Mm -hmm. and which is basically a predator prey relationship Uh like yeah it was and like the saber tooth like it was never explained why they wanted the baby alive except to like what yeah torture it like it just didn't it made no sense whatsoever yeah when a pack of you can take down a mammoth why do you need a baby human exactly a baby human's like like a little morning snack. It's an amuse bouche. It's just yeah. amusing for all of, all of those people <laughs> who were born before this movie and enjoy Friends. Anyway, uh-huh. um, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, some of the like the character design, not the like, not the writing of them, the but writing like, the of, visual but the character visuals, design yeah. is really cool. I liked yeah. a lot of the visuals, like even the beginning. Um, with the squirrel, that scene, like, there's parts of it yeah. that are, like, incredibly beautiful, like, cinematography and design and animation-wise. It's really high-quality, well done. Yeah, totally. Um, totally. So that was nice, and I like the ice. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there was, like, there was the occasional, like, physical comedy moment that made me yeah, chuckle. definitely. But that was about it. 
Yeah. The plot was ridiculous. Basically, the plot is... It's three men and a baby. Yes, basically. It's, yeah, three men and a baby, except the men are a saber-sea tiger, a mammoth, and a sloth, mm-hmm. and the human baby. Yeah. And they're trying they're trying to either take the baby back to the humans or take the baby to the other saber-toothed tigers to eat? Maybe. Mark, as we discussed before. Yeah. Um, and then also take the... Um, Mammoth. Take the herbivores to the saber-toothed tigers. <laughs> yes. To also like, to eat? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, then he it was, saves, it was silly. becomes a hero in the end. Oh, who saw that coming? Yeah. I know. He becomes a hero, but also, like, will starve to death. <laughs> yes. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, it was silly. There was lots of, like, a way too much of a scene of, like, diaper humor I on know. the baby. I know. Like, all of this, I was just, like, poop jokes, and, like, everything was the like, lowest common denominator, like, a ten-minute yeah. football scene. Yep. Yep. It was... I mean, also, this movie was... It was... I just looked. It was a hundred, one hour and 22 yep. minutes, and probably 15 of that was just physical comedy of the squirrel running with yep. various acorns Things. and trying to bury it in the ice. Yep. So this movie was barely an hour. Yeah. And there was, yeah, like, a diaper joke that went on for five minutes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's not a lot of plot. No. I'm just saying. No. Um, but there were some cool animals. Yes. Let's talk about science. <laughs> Yay, science. Um, yeah, so the most recent Ice Age was the Pleistocene, which started about 2.6 million years ago and ended about 12,000 years ago. Um, so that was probably maybe the beginning of this period? Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know. I don't know um, either. The pale, Paleolithic does have Neanderthals um, and other hominids yeah. in it, which is why mm-hmm. I kind of was like, this might be right. Um, it's also, yeah. even in the IMDb goofs, it talks about how badly, mm-hmm. like, none of these animals actually live together and all of that stuff, but, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. if we're going to get into that, the same geography. <laughs> or if we're going to get into that, we have to talk about Jurassic Park again, so, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, you know our feelings on that. Um, so, but, like, I think it could be at some point during the, that Pleistocene Ice Age, like, it's not necessarily the beginning. Like, they're talking about an evolution because things are changing, mm-hmm. but it's not... Like, there's ice at the beginning. Yeah, it could just be normal seasonal migration. Yeah, I think so. Maybe? Because uh, Sid... Because they all seem to know where they were going. Yeah, and Sid yeah, talks like, they left about migration. Last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although it's never explained why Manny isn't migrating. Like, he's never... I think just because he's really... he has, He's very sad. I, but, like, he's gonna die. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Anyway, yes. Yeah. So, Pleistocene. Ugh. Paleolithic. Yeah, so the Pleistocene, um, probably in North America, just because uh, ground sloths were ground sloths were in the Americas. Mm-hmm. Mammoths were kind of all over. Mm-hmm. Um, ground sloths, I think, were pretty all over too. Um, Saber toothed tigers. So like the the genus Smilodon, which is not really a tiger or even like they're not super closely related to modern cats, mm-hmm. but the the genus Smilodon is probably what they were talking about. And yeah, I think. There have been various saber-toothed cat fossils found in, like, um, Alberta and other places like that. So, yeah, it's definitely, there's a bunch of different, like, saber-toothed cats. Mm -hmm. But there's also, like, some saber-toothed other animals, like the saber-toothed squirrel. And it's really just an example of convergent evolution. So, like, these big, big claws were really good at, like, quickly killing prey. Oh, yeah, and they've also found lots of smilodons in the um, La Brea Tar Pits in California. Although that La Brea Tar Pits... The Lobara tarpits means the the, the tarpits. 
I know. The tartar tickets or something like that. The tartar, the the tar pits. Yeah, tar pits. That's hard to say. <laughs> yes, I know. But we didn't name actually. It. And this article I'm reading is is slightly more grammatically correct. Okay, it says <laughs> evidence from the numbers found at La Brea tar pits. Oh, perfect! Hooray! Yes. Good job, article. Um, yeah, the, this article suggests that they were social carnivores, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the smilodons preyed on ground sloths and woolly mammoths. Oh, so well. Huh, shocking. Um, then it would have been a dramedy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it, I think it would have been more, dr- like, if they wanted more drama, like, the mammoth character was really sad because his family had been killed by human hunters, but instead of humans, if it had been killed by, if they'd been killed by um, saber-toothed cats. Yeah, and also, that would have like, they were killed by humans, and he's really upset about it, but yeah. then he helps the humans. Yeah. So, like, none of this makes sense to me like character arc wise i just don't understand it was very odd anyways yes um saber tooth cats Lindsay, do you want to talk about mammoths i do because mammoths are awesome Mm -hmm. um and ties in with our last episode about elephants it's so true yes um so obviously they're an extinct elephanted elephanted genus sure pachyoderms let's say that instead Yes. Um, there are various, spe- various species with long curved tusks. I don't need to explain this to you. Everybody knows what a mammoth is. Um, nor- <laughs> the northern species were covered with long hair. Does that, does that mean the southern species were naked? I guess like elephants. Um, yeah. They like the, the more polar they were, the furrier yeah. they were. That's cool. Yeah. Elephants aren't that, aren't yeah. don't get furry. Um, no, cause they don't live that polar. No, but that reminds me of the lions who live in the Calgary zoo and they get extra hairy they have like so fluffy they have like big fluffy armpit hair and it looks really weird but it makes complete (laughs) sense (laughs) but anyway um so the oldest representative um was the south of south african mammoth appeared five million years ago during the early pliocene um which in what is now southern and eastern africa and then it looks like they moved north and propagated into a bunch of different species covering most of eurasia into the Americas at least 600,000 years ago. And the woolly mammoth, mm. the one that everybody knows, developed about 400,000 years ago in East Asia. Um, some surviving into the Arctic Ocean. Not into the Arctic Ocean, hold on. Some surviving on Russia's Wrangel Island, which is on the Arctic Ocean, as recently as the, um, 3,700 years ago, which is oh. very early. It's they were still extant during the construction of the Great Pyramid. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Anyway. Um, ooh, a cladiogram. I haven't seen one of these in ages. Sorry. <laughs> it's just talking about elephants and mammoths. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, so they weren't that long ago, and that kind of makes sense because there was that whole thing about getting the DNA out of one of them and maybe impregnating an elephant with it, and then everyone was concerned about Jurassic Park, which makes sense to me. <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, so they are large, just like elephants. The largest known species have reached heights in the region of four meters, um, Ooh, thirteen feet. Yep, which is about the same as um, the biggest African elephant. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the shoulders, and they weigh up to eight tons, which is a lot. Where exceptionally large males may have exceeded twelve tons, which is a lot more. Um, yeah. But the, yeah, they do it does look like most of them. We're about as large as an Asian elephant, which is about smaller, two and a half to three meters high at the shoulders, and about five tons. 
Uh, and both sexes had tex- tusks, just like the elephants. So just like elephants. they're yeah. very similar to elephants. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there definitely would have been like what we now call elephants kicking around at the same time as woolly mammoths. Oh yeah, and other mammoths for sure. Yeah, um, they may have died for climactic reasons or overhunting. It's hard to say. It's controversial, and mm. you know all of those things back then. Well, and, like both both at the same time mm-hmm. also yep. yeah like extinction isn't usually just caused by like one, one thing. single thing no unless you're a dinosaur yeah. um even that yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah, yeah there, some of them lived <laughs> exactly um and yeah there's a lot of different stuff about climate change which like is a thing that it's not climate change that we think about it it's just the climate actually was changing for other reasons mm-hmm. and um, things were splitting up and they lost their land bridges and so then therefore all sorts of things happened, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons why all a lot of, of these kinds of animals went extinct. Um, Indeed. Yeah, when we say climate change, sometimes it was not actually caused by us because we didn't have cars then. So we were... No, exactly. We yeah, had less of an impact. None, yeah, just coming out of the ice age yeah exactly yeah the other main character in this is sid the sloth Mm -hmm. and he's in particular a ground sloth and turns out there were at least 80 different genuses of ground sloths that's a lot yeah Mm -hmm. and basically so there was this whole group of sloths there's six families of sloths and out of those six families um that also have evolved what we currently call the tree sloths the um Bradipodiae, or the three-toed sloths, and the um, Coleopodiae, the, the two-toed sloths, evolved from like two totally different families of sloth. Um, and so these uh, ground sloths are um, in the same superorder, Xenarthra, Zen, sorry. And they think that what happened to these ground sloths, either some evolved to be tree sloths, and that's how they escaped primarily predation. Um, and then also some of them went extinct. The most recent groups that went extinct are the ones that lived in on islands in the Caribbean. Uh, and they think the most recent one were the Caribbean ground sloths in the Antilles might have not gone extinct until like 1550 BC based on radiocarbon dating, um, was, which is crazy. That was not that long ago. No, no. That was like, yeah. Yeah. 3,500 years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So crazy. I had I literally had no idea until I started researching for this that they existed for that long. Um, they tended to be a lot bigger mm-hmm. than tree sloths for obvious reasons. They weren't trying to climb trees. Yep. Um, yeah. So yeah, I have a in, on the photo of one. The one, mm-hmm. actually the one in the Wikipedia, the skeleton there, because it's at the British History Museum. I have I'm standing yeah. in front of it with a scared face because sloths are huge. Yeah. yeah, they're they're big. So crazy. Um, yeah, so the in the sort of mainland North America, they think that they went extinct about 11,000 years ago, which ties in with this movie. Mm-hmm. There's It's probably a combination of, yeah, like human hunting, other large predator hunting, um, and then also changing climate, mm-hmm. kind of the same as we talked about with the mammoths. Yeah, just like so, a lot of these giant animals, like the, um, I can never remember what it's called, but it's in this movie, and I saw it on the uh, Glyptiodons that we mm. we um, took pictures with when we were at the Natural History Museum. The crazy things with the big, huge shells. Um, oh, but yeah. the angry faces, they're in this, the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. 
Um, oh, just yeah, like, they are. Like, the, like, there were so many animals back then that were so large, mm-hmm. and they just it just wasn't possible for them to be successful when yeah. things were breaking up and changing. When, yeah, when land masses were breaking up, humans were inventing tools for hunting. Yeah. Other... And then also humans were less able to hunt like the large predators. So like you get these even more predators that had no predators. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. So yeah. So these sloths also started spreading from North America to South America. And then also a little bit of back and forth um, as the, as there was like land connecting the two continents in different places. And as the sea levels dropped and then the islands formed in the Caribbean, things like that happened. Um so the huge one that Lindsay was talking about at the um, Natural History Museum, I think, is from the genus Eremotherium, and it reaching a length of up to six meters and a weight of more than uh, three tons. That's crazy. Yeah, that's bigger than yeah. the and then than you compare that to little tree sloth. Exactly. <laughs> and then you compare it to little tree sloths, yeah. and you're like twenty pounds. Yeah, and they're like, I'm gonna <laughs> so hang cute. in this tree forever and take five days to climb down. Yeah, well, because they're pretty inefficient um feeders so mm-hmm. they basically just eat leaves uh, which don't have a lot of digestion so they instead of eating more food they just burn fewer calories yeah um and that's how they get away with eating less food and also being really slow moving and still in trees makes it harder for predators to find you true sounds pretty true, nice true. it's kind of what we've all been doing yeah. except basically except we've been eating more calories <laughs> <laughs> so there were also actually saber-toothed squirrels like i don't think they actually made up any species in this no movie. i think they just put weird things together yeah which we'll get to the I weirdest think, one in a sec i think um well it was 2000 and i don't know 2000 Two. probably when they started yeah, or even earlier mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just think about like wikipedia didn't exist they probably were using like yeah. encyclopedia britannica or something or um that cd-rom well, hopefully they actually talked to <laughs> people who knew things like maybe and like they probably went to different museums and yeah stuff they to probably draw. did it definitely for yeah. the animators but the writers like maybe he was just using his in, in carta or something like yeah maybe um, he's like maybe maybe just was like i want to do it this time and then he found a bunch of animals that looked fun like, i don't know that's kind of what it seemed like to me and yeah, like maybe. these are the animals um, i know existed back in the day mm-hmm. well just do that then yeah so yeah so these saber-toothed squirrels um, they actually think that they lived more like a hundred million years ago mm. around with the dinosaurs. Um, I don't know if there were also and other saber tooth squirrels, uh, later, but these, this one fossil that they found in Argentina basically, um, helps them like fill in a gap, like a 60 million year gap about like mammal evolution in South America during that period, which is crazy. That's so cool. Um, yeah. So they found these little squirrels, uh, called, uh, chronopio uh, and they think they probably ate insects not nuts mm. um, and um and probably weren't actually that closely related to squirrel squirrels more more closely related to marsupials yeah which makes sense so, because yeah evolution. for 60 million years yeah. ago yeah but yeah sort of squirrel like body shape except really small like six inches long oh so tiny is, with yeah those little big teeth Mm-hmm. Yeah. So during the age of dinosaurs, there weren't any mammals that were bigger than mice, mm-hmm. and they basically could just do whatever they want. But they were primarily underground or at night, basically when dinosaurs weren't around. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So there was tons and tons of small mammals, and then as soon as dinosaurs went extinct, all these teeny tiny mammals started evolving in yeah. really crazy ways mm-hmm. and getting very large, which is awesome. Well, except for the dinosaurs, not awesome for them. No, but awesome for the yeah the like removal of one yeah 
Yeah. As a like one massive group yeah. of like that's the whole thing with like these mass extinction mm-hmm. extinction events that's like they also then lead to a massive divergence afterwards of something else. As an example of evolution, it's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. And then there's the whole scene with the dodos. <sighs> which is weird. <laughs> so I have a lot of patriarchal feelings about this movie and i know it's 2002 and all that stuff but i was feeling it a lot before the sloth with the giant boobs showed up yeah um because having them be a different color with curly hair and long eyelashes wasn't enough like it was absolutely insane um and it made me feel um just gross yeah but yeah like the only way to indicate that there are female characters in this movie yeah, also, is to give them breasts and eyelashes. We're the only two female characters in this movie, uh-huh. except for the woman who died at the beginning. Yeah. Who didn't have any lines. Yeah, who died saving her baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the humans didn't really have any lines no, at, all at all because but, like, they don't speak. No, like, definitely didn't pass the Bechdel test. Um, no. So, Dodos, the, this was my one of my biggest problems was because they depicted them as super duper dumb and, like, yeah. panicky um, survivalists. Because, yeah. I guess, it's funny because we all know that the dodo is extinct, even though all of these animals are extinct, and the reason the dodo is extinct is because men killed them all. Yeah. Like, like it was overhunting. Just... Yeah. <laughs> they're like, isn't it so funny that these birds are dead, but they're, because they're dumb? And I'm like, that's not why they're dead. Yeah. It's because you killed them. You killed them all. Yeah. No, they're, they're dead because they evolved on an island without any large human predators and didn't yeah and then humans went there and instead of being like oh cool look at these animals just killed all of them dodos lived on the island of mauritius which is near madagascar in the indian ocean and yeah they're kind of closely related to pigeons and doves they were pretty big for birds like a meter tall and weighing sort of 23 to 39 pounds and yeah they basically the first written recording of dodos were by dutch sailors in 1598 and then these sailors and people hunted them on this island and also introduced other invasive species and destroyed the island. And then the last sighting of the dodo was 1662. So in like 60 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good job, people. But it's the dodos that were dumb. Yep. It's all the dodos fault because they were so <laughs> dumb. And eating tropical melons in this yes. ice age. Ice age like in North America? Yep. Yeah. No, not so much. Yeah, so that, yeah, it's a pretty, like, both, like, patriarchal and, like, colonial Mm -hmm. perspective of dodos and evolution. Yeah, it may be just so mad considering everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that scene went on for so long. So long. It was just so dumb. Like, there was absolutely no point (laughs) to it. No, for a a short movie, there were lots of scenes that went on for way too long. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways turns out we weren't a big fan of this movie um but 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 um if you have thoughts about ice age or if any of the ice age later movies get better no, and no, are no. worth watching there are dinosaurs and some made nicole mad um oh gosh because they were found underground i read a trivia thing um oh no. they were found underground where they still live so it's basically the megalodon the Meg, uh-huh. but with dinosaurs. But with Ice Age yeah, creatures. Because they couldn't think of anything else? I don't know. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, if you have 
if you think you can convince us to watch another Ice Age movie, you should reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We're at Nature Finds a Pod, or you can go to our website, naturefindsapod.com, to subscribe to our website and find all of our other episodes. Yeah, like the Lion King one, which this is a total ripoff mm. of. They literally have Guy, Diego, like, yes. clawing on the edge of a cliff. Like, they basically just, like, stole mm-hmm. the sketches? I don't know. Um, yeah. There's... And also, Dennis Leary. I think it's Dennis Leary. Yeah doing his best Jeremy Irons impersonation, oh, which is not a good Jeremy no. Irons impersonation, and but he tries. Jack Black playing the dumb <laughs> one is basically a hyena. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah. we, didn't, <laughs> anyway, we didn't talk about them, but there is some here. weird rhinos. They're not actually rhinos. They call them rhinos, but they're actually oh yeah, titanotheres, titanotheres, which are an extinct mm-hmm. rhino species. And we talk about a different extinct rhino species in our Star Wars episode from the Mando episode. And we also talk about actual migrations that make sense in our Fly Away Home episodes. So there's lots of good episodes where we're less mad about the patriarchy uh, (laughs) that you can listen to. And we will be back in two weeks with what I'm assuming slash hoping is a win because it's Christmas Chronicles (laughs) 2 starring Goldie Hawn and her husband. Um, Yes. (laughs) And I'm really excited about it. I know, it came out today and Netflix yeah, I know. shut up about it. Yeah, it's a return of our Science of Santa Claus series. Um, I love the first one. I love Kurt Russell, but I love Goldie Hawn more. So hopefully Indeed. it's going to be great and Christmassy and everything will be fine. Delightful. Delightful. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.